when you're weary. Feeling oh so very small. In your eyes, I will dry them all. That's right, I will dry them all, baby. I'm on your side. Oh, the dark is cold. Gotta learn the words. Where's Steve Perry when you need him? Ain't here, that's for dang sure. That's Carly Ozard, everybody. Carly Ozard. You can to listen to more of her at carlyozard.com. Or search for her on Spotify where you'll find her album. It's a great album. How you doing today? This is Ray Renati from... Formerly Green Room Radio, now Green Room On Air. I haven't been on the air for a while, mostly because I got cast in a show, Mamma Mia. I've been rehearsing for that, and I've been busy working during the day. You know what I do? Sometimes I take pictures, and other times I drive people around, kids, for a company called uh, Hop Skip Drive, and then adults on Lyft, because I need the, the money. And I uh, haven't been able to work in doing my podcast, but that's going to end. I'm going to do this uh, at least five days a week from now on. I think I'll talk mostly about rehearsing for this fun show, Mamma Mia. Many of you may have seen the movie starring Meryl Streep. I love the movie. Some people think it's a sacrilege because it it doesn't stay true to the musical and, and none of the actors in it are really singers. I don't care. I think it's a great, campy, funny, touching movie that's very colorful and energetic and gives you a big old smile you can walk around for the rest of the day, which. And I'm playing the character of Sam, who, who was played by Pierce Brosnan uh, in, the, uh, in the film. That's right, Sam, one of Sophie's dads. The whole premise of the story is that uh, Sophie's mom, Donna, Sophie is Donna's daughter. They live on this island in Greece. And she went wild when she was younger and had three boyfriends and had a kid, and she didn't know which one was the father. And when Sophie's going to get married, she invites her quote-unquote three dads to the wedding. And hijinks ensue. They sure do. It's a lot of fun. So far, rehearsals have been uh, interesting. We're at the uh, City College of San Francisco. It's a college atmosphere, which I'm not used to, but am enjoying. We're going to move into the uh, into the stage building on Monday. So we're going to be on the stage instead of rehearsing uh, in this little music room, which has been very difficult to uh, to do the choreography correctly. That's right. Have to act, sing, and dance. It's like walking and chewing gum at the same time. If you can do that, you are a gentleman or a gentlewoman and a scholar. So that's what's going on. Uh, I was thinking a little bit about the, the Academy Awards and the, the winner of Best Picture, the Green Book. Um, I haven't seen the Green Book yet, though I have it here to watch, but I did see Black Klansman by Spike Lee, which I thought was a brilliant film. 
And apparently, you know, Spike, maybe you heard about this uh, as soon as the Green Book was announced as the winner of Best Picture, Spike Lee tried to escape the building. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Spike's a little frustrated. I mean, he did win the Oscar this time for Best Original Screenplay for, for uh, The Black Klansman, but he wanted Best Picture. I think it's because back in the day when he made maybe his greatest film, Do the Right Thing, it didn't even get nominated for Best Picture. And Driving Miss Daisy won another movie like The Green Book about a black and a white person in Jim Crow South, in the Jim Crow South, becoming best of friends, which is something that would never happen in a million years. So it's a fantasy film, but Hollywood likes that kind of stuff. They like to to see uh, the impossible happen, where Spike Lee's movie, The Black Klansman, is based on a true story, and it's very poignant. And at the end, in the last, the third act of the movie, as Spike Lee often does, he turns it into a present-day critique of our current situation, which probably ensured that he would never win the Academy Award. But that's life in Hollywood, Spike Get used to it. He's used to it. He he was fine with it afterwards. He just had a little moment there, a little diva moment. He's allowed that. He's Spike Lee. Yeah. What else is going on? I have been watching Chewing Gum on Netflix. I love this show, The Punisher. Isn't that embarrassing? I love it. I love these Marvel shows with these, these uh, bad guys and good guys and comic book characters come to life. Uh, I love Daredevil. It's one of my favorite shows. I love The Punisher. This isn't great television, but for some reason, I just can't stop watching. I guess it's uh, it's the fantasy of it from when I was a little boy. So check it out. The Punisher. I want to see Queen of America. I've only watched a couple of episodes, but my a friend of mine, Rob Derringer, is in it. He's in five or six episodes, I believe. And I need to get to his episode, which the first one is episode number four. Did you know that Facebook has their own TV shows? That's right, Facebook. Everybody has TV now. How do they get enough people watching all these shows? I will never understand that. There's, it used to be that you could stand by the water cooler on Monday morning, and everyone had watched the same thing on the weekend, and you'd have these great conversations Hey, did you see Hill Street Blues last night? And of course, you know, 90% of the people did. Now, everybody watches something different, so you can't talk about it unless you go on the various intranets and have conversations. But the world has changed, my people. The world has changed. Oh, God. I'm trying not to watch the news anymore. I watched Fox News uh, I watched Sean Hannity yesterday as I was trying not to upchuck. The guy just sits there and tells blatant lies for his entire program. And this is Trump's buddy, his, his informal advisor, numero uno. And Trump says, this is real news and the other news is fake. We are living, folks, in 1984. Or Brave New World. Go read those books if you hadn't read them. They've come true. They have come true. 
hopefully things will change soon. Anyway, that's enough for today. I'm going to be uh, doing this every day, at least five days a week. Plus, I'll have some longer interviews as I usually do. I'm back in the saddle. That's right, back in the saddle. I think we'll close out with Carly Ozart again. If you like this, tell your friends. If you don't like it, tell your friends. And also, please, leave me some uh, comments on iTunes and a rating. It'd be oh so helpful. Or on Podbean and or on Podbean, where I host this broadcast. I also uh, publish this on something called Anchor FM. You, want wanna, you might want to check that out. But again, please tell your friends. Word of mouth is the way to go with, with these podcasts. There are so many hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. It's incredible. Nobody's making any moolah much. Maybe Joe Rogan. Who else? Stephanie, what's her name? Uh, Tim Ferriss, I guess. And a few others, and that's about it. The rest of us are doing this as a labor of love. L is for the way you look at me. O is very ordinary. I don't remember the words. V is very, very extraordinary. Okay, that's enough of that. Until next time, I will see you on the boards. And we will close this out with the amazing Carly Ozard. Go check her out at carlyozard.com. Thank you. Good night.
Guido lives.